Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think I'm going to Kathmandu. That's really, really where I'm going to. If I ever get out of here, that's what I'm going to do. Sports Radio 929 the game, 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg, we are in for the morning shift. Shout out to Bo and to Tiffany and to Mike. Thank you for letting us come and play in your sandbox here today. We're going to be hanging around here until 10 o'clock, so we'll be in for the first hour of what would be the steakhouse, too. So, again, thank you guys for letting us be a part of your uh, Labor Day, actual Labor Day morning. But We're not, we're not going to break weekend. anything. We're not going to break anything, so we'll be invited back. Ain't nothing breaking this joint other than our own stuff. I don't know. We don't want to break anything, but everything yeah, we don't. back the way we found it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I got to – well, let me do this first. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And we do this every hour, and we say good morning to you folks in – let me see here. Let me choose something Uh-oh. here tonight. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, because I didn't write them down today. I'm, I'm just – it's always dangerous. It is always dangerous. That's walking that's walking a t- tight rope without the net. <laughs> you want that net down there, Mr. What Mr. Wallinda? Mo- Monroe. Oh, Monroe. 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 Not in Monroe. We're going out going out I twenty. There you go. Shout out to Monroe. you folks in Monroe. How y'all doing this morning? We hope you're doing fine. You ain't got nothing to say well, about they don't Monroe. have to go to work today. They kinda hang they just kinda hanging out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you got the grill going down in Monroe, let us know. We'll come down. Oh, see, there you go. Sam's going Sam. for a plate. We're gonna bring no, we're gonna bring empty plates. That's what I said. You're going for a plate. Fill it up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you hear what we got here. This is this has been my week. This kind of connection. Is you listening to some Bob Seeger? Catman yeah. do. I'm Star 94. Um it has been an interesting week. You and I have talked about the week I had. Yes. Right? I was a bachelor last week. Yes. For the most part. With the exception, I was like a country western song. <laughs> it was me, my dog, and a six pack. All week, there you go. There all you week go. long. Um, Who Tracy, could ask for anything more? Tracy was up in Michigan. Yeah, she went home and went, went with a, a girlfriend of hers and and hung out and did whatever. And of course, I've been getting pictures from Michigan all week long. And, and you know, we had the coach on yesterday, who was part of the Atlanta vibe. He's from the UP. I come in this morning. Dominic's wearing a Michigan yeah, got shirt. A Michigan shirt. I on. can't get away from it. Nice going. Well, I say all that to say that. Um, my bachelor week is over. Yesterday, she got home. Yep. And uh, I had cooked a bunch of food. Because there's nothing worse than coming home and you got to worry about what you're going to eat, right? You want to order something. So I had that taken care of. And so we started to catch up about different things. 
And let me just remind you that you and I, throughout the time that we've done this show together, have just we, we, little things to let each other know that we do care about each other. The, putting aside how we fuss at each other. Yeah. Because, by the way, if you love somebody, you're going to fuss from time to time. And I get on this man's last nerve from time to time. I really no, you do. Don't. No, you yeah, don't. I do. I know I do. I get on everybody else's last nerve. So I know from time to time I do. And so we have, like I said, we've, we've give ourselves little things. You brought something back for me. I brought some stuff for you. Well, this time it wasn't me. My wife brought something back for you. Talk for a second, Sam. I put it way over here so you wouldn't Why see you it. put it way over there? Nobody what what are you doing? Like oh, gosh. I know it. And, and, and Why are you doing that? Well, Santa Claus coming. Go to bed. Okay, don't you look better go to bed because Santa Claus this coming. This got nothing to do with it, you so don't, don't read none of that. You don't go to bed. Santa Claus not coming. That's that what you're saying? That is from the wife. Open it up right here on the air. She wants you to do that. Really? Yes. And, and, and make it snappy because we got stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. So we brought you something. That is from the state shaped like a mitten. And she carried that all the way back for you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, inside. And what did you, because I don't even know oh! what it is. I don't even know what it is. Because I told her, don't tell me. Look at that. What you got? Rip that paper off, man. Yeah, rip the paper off. Garrett, you seeing this? Oh, look at that. All right. You got your shelf. Oh, man, I didn't even see that part. Oh, oh yeah. she slammed that home. Whoa. I just thought it was a regular old mug. No, dude. Go ahead. What you got you there? I got the from the from the big blue from the big house. Yep. Yeah, man. But she got your name on it. Them. Got my name on it. That I is, didn't see that part. That is like spectacular. Tracy, thank you so much. I, I understand. My goodness. I understand the reason for that was what? because everybody that knows you knows that if you go to a, a someplace and they got a Starbucks there. We get you a Starbucks cup. Yeah. Because yeah, you collect yeah, those. I do collect them. Apparently, they didn't have those Starbucks <laughs> cups in the places that she <laughs> went Arbor. to. But that's even better. This is great. This, this one, is fantastic. You know, so there you go, man. Add to the collection. Thank you so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, a little dude. something for you. Just let you know how much we love you. We do that. That kind of thing. Include, including Jesse. So when you get, that's right. So when you get home today, put some tea in that thing. Yeah, we we'll do that. And work mm-hmm. on that voice. We're going to need that. We'll yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. We're going to talk to Russell Baxter coming up next year as we sit in for the morning shift. Want to let you know about a couple things going on in the city if you haven't already got your Labor Day mapped out. And by the way, we started the show talking about this. We'll probably end the show talking about it. So once again, want to remind you, and I know a lot of you think this is just knucklehead stuff. But we have talked to, throughout the time we've been doing this, officials from various cities around and counties around, and the ones especially up by Lake Lanier have conveyed the same message. Tell your audience, if they got family members or friends coming up here to the lake, to let friends or other family members know that they're up here. Because this is one of the problems that they have when they have folks that, you know, I'm not talking about the real tragedies, but, you know, you get folks lost up there or oh, yeah. get kept out on the lake and the families don't know that they're there. So just make a call or send them a text and say, hey, look, I'm going to be out on Lake Lanier today. And if you yeah. don't see me by 10 o'clock. Or if it's Lake Lanier or Lake Altoona, Altoona. Right. You know, whatever, you know, Lake, Lake, Lake Oconee, um, you know, and all those places going to be going to be kind of crowded. today. Give me a certain time. And if I'm not back or you don't see or hear from me by this time. You know. Start making some calls. <laughs> Trying to figure out where I'm at. We have um, Atlanta Black Pride going on. 
this weekend. Yep, that is happening. We got, let me see here, some of this other this stuff. This is the last we, day of Dragon Con. Yeah, we got that going on. We got the, uh, what was it, 2K22. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm pronouncing this wrong. What's that? E-L-L-E-V-E-N-S. E-L-L-E-V-E-N 45. Okay. You pronounced that. L-L-L. That's what I just said. Yes. Okay. Okay. We got the block party going on in Underground Atlanta. That's from 3 until 10. Okay. We got a blues barbecue going on. We got, I think it's another radio station. We ain't going to say that, though. But it's it's there's a Labor Day blues barbecue going on. Oh, man. Right there at 500 10th Street from 4 until 11.30 tonight. Yeah. Stuff all over downtown. Yeah. Um, there was a 5K today. Did you know 5K that? 5K today? There was. It started at 7.30 this morning. It okay. was 11 a.m. The uh, Avenue Peachtree, in, in Peachtree City. They got okay. one going on down there. Up in Marietta. They got uh, Art in the Park uh, on the Marietta Square. The real Marietta Square, not the one that we went to. <laughs> That's true. The, the one real the Atlanta Safety Village. Right. The yeah. real Marietta Square. They're having that today. They have the uh, Streetwear Fashion Week. They still do that Mr. Blackwell thing where he's like going oh, wave oh, his finger at ladies' yeah. fashions and all that. Okay. It's today from two until seven at Dreams Restaurant and Lounge in okay. Duluth. All right, we got um, Atlanta Weekender Festival. Uh, I think it's like some house music, I think, but it's on uh, on Edgewood and um, okay. Old Fourth Ward. What's that? I can't say this word after the last meeting we had with Mike Conti, so I'm going to say okay, okay. Uh, Blackers Cookout. Okay, it starts with an A. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I can't say. Okay. I can't say that. I just, so black, you know what? Cookout. This is from today, from three until ten. It's right there on uh, seventy-five twenty-five Northcutt Road in Fairburn. Okay. Okay. So down there in Fairburn, okay. y'all got that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and quit cussing. <laughs> yeah. So we can so we can say it on the air here. Go do that. Culture Night Live. Where's that? On Cheshire Bridge Road. Okay. It's uh, going on today. Is the last day of it. So, like I said, stuff is going. Hang on a second here. What's going on? Oh, this is going on until the sixth. Atlanta scavenger hunt, finding peace in Piedmont Park. And you know what happens tomorrow? It's Tuesday. Yeah, but you know what happens tomorrow? I got to cut the back grass. No, 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 no. We got a concert in town tomorrow. Oh, Madonna. Yeah, well, Madonna's in town tomorrow. And I thought know, she canceled this whole tour. I, I think she's here tomorrow. I think they, she's, Did she. Can, I thought she canceled everything I, I, after she, you know, I think, I think had her stayed, hospital stay. Maybe she's changed some dates, but she's supposed to be here tomorrow. Yeah. The fact that we have to speculate and it's kind of like, eh, okay, let you know where she is behind Taylor and Beyonce oh, yeah, she's, and she's, Janet. And Janet. Yeah, she's, you know. she's, she's way down the pecking order right now. So. But, I don't, but I think, I, I, I mean... I don't think it hurts her bank account. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think so either. She, she made. She made her money some years ago. She's. She's doing. Well, yeah, we have to have a telethon. <laughs> telethon for her. Um, she's doing like children's books and things now, right? I think she's doing some. Did some of that. I, I, yeah. And, and here you are once again throwing somebody from Michigan up in my face. There you go. <laughs> See, you can't, I can't, Very I can't get away from it. Very I much. I can't get away from it. I don't know what she's up to. I. I have a different <laughs> opinion of Madonna than not musically. Yeah. Not musically, yeah. you know, beyond reproach as far as her music. But it's the other stuff that I just kind of, eh, okay. You know, she's an acquired taste. Oh, yeah. She's not saying. And oh, so very much. I ain't going to say nothing nasty about her. I'm just like, oh. uh, you know. Oh. Mm. You know. Like if she put a book out, I'm not buying it. No. But, lot, but, but it would sell off the charts. Oh, yeah. But that's well, I don't know. What is it that people don't already know? 
some backstories. There's Listen, little. I didn't know about that Anderson Cooper thing that's been out this past week. Her, she put Anderson Cooper on blast. Oh, oh wait, hang on, that's my uh-oh, ring system. Uh-oh. <laughs> I thought I had that turned off. Yeah, somebody's in the front door. Um, come, something coming through the yard. What is nah, that? No, that was up at the front there. Okay. I got Jesse there. Jesse's been fed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Um, something, she, she embarrassed Anderson Cooper in a way that he put it back out there. Apparently there was some, I don't know if it was the New Year's Eve thing or whatever, but, you know, Madonna made him uncomfortable. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there's stories. I'm sure, listen, you want to, you want to, you know, take a plane ride, sit next to her, and have her tell you stories about her friendship with Michael Jackson. What the things that she's seen backstage, say, like at the MTV Video Awards, when those embryo years when she was rolling around in her underwear and became Madonna. I'm, I'm the the relationships that she has had. I don't mean boyfriend girlfriend relationships. Yeah, the people she's people known. She known get, get A would surprise us. B the stories that she could probably tell. So yeah, yeah. that I'd like to hear that. Okay. How much are you going to pay for that seat on the airplane? I ain't paying a thing. I'm going to well, let saying. you pay for it, and then you tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for that. Uh, anyway, we have got uh, a special guest coming we haven't talked to in a while. I'm always looking forward to talking to uh, Russell Baxter. Plus, It's that week, though, man. It's that week. It's opening week of the NFL. With we, first... got, we are nine hours away from game one. That's it. And, by the way, if you can't get in front of a TV and you want to, you know, Check out Detroit and Kansas City. You can hear that game right here. 7.30 pregame. Kick at 8.30 on Tuesday night. Where are they playing that game? They're playing in Kansas City. It's the, the, the champs are having a okay. home game. You ain't going to Detroit for the on the road. Yeah. You win the Super Bowl. You talk about somebody losing a bet. So it will be <laughs> in Kansas City. So, um, But listen, looking forward to talking to Russell next. Gives us a chance to hear some Supremes, right? He's going to join us talking NFL and Falcons. It is Sam and Greg in for the morning shift. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you in the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Monday morning. We're in for the uh, morning shift. Yes, On this holiday morning, it's Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to y'all. Actually, we say we just hope you had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Hate that it ends here. And listen, we got the guy finally. We were worried about whether or not we are going to get him. And we always like to say this now because we got about five other people. But he's the OG. He was the first person that we have had on our show, regular contributor, that had their own intro music. Yes. And that's Russell Baxter. And I was still surprised that he picked the Supremes, but there you go. Russell, good morning. Happy Labor Day weekend to you, buddy. Morning, Russell. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? We are doing fine, and you aren't going to believe where I take you, football-wise, right off the top here. And it starts with the story that I saw, and you know this has been going on for a while, but this has to do with Antonio Brown and the um, accusation against him, another heinous act, as it says. Antonio Brown back in the headlines after Albany Empire players alleged that the former NFL player threatened them with a gun. You can read the rest of that story, but it got me thinking about something that I actually heard, and I want your thoughts on this. There was somebody talking about, as we approach this NFL season, that when you look at Antonio Brown's career, for the six-year period, for a six-year period during his career, his numbers are equal to, and they use the names Jerry Rice and Randy Moss in this and talking about his impact on the game. 
that has been such I mean, he has done so much to push that career to the side by what he's done on a knucklehead side of it. But is that about accurate? When you can you make a case that he's in that category with those two guys during that short period of time? Yeah, and you know what's really interesting, and you know, bear with me here for a second um, because they, Antonio Brown is obviously a very polarizing figure, and I'm not sure what happened to this young man. There are, trust me, there are millions of doctors on Twitter who will tell you he has CTE, um, which is remarkable because, from what I understand, that can't be diagnosed until after a person passes away. But don't ignore the fact that the millions of doctors on Twitter know what's wrong with him. But I will say this. He has been a different person, um, slowly but surely, after that heinous hit by uh, Montez Burfitt in the 2015 playoffs. What I find very interesting, and I don't even know if it's part of your question, is players, today's players get asked who are the five greatest or ten greatest wide receivers they've ever seen play. Now, keep in mind, these are today's players. So they're giving their opinion on the people they grew up with. And a lot of these young men who think Antonio Brown's the best player they ever saw in terms of the wide receiver. Now, I have no problem if he got that. Do you, do you want a 21-year-old kid? Because I can say that, because I'm 64 now. Um, you want 21-year-old say Don Hudson? <laughs> Raymond Barry, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then what will the media do to him? They'll crush him. Well, you never saw him play, so how can you put him on your list? Um, Antonio Brown, I compared him as a wide receiving Barry Sanders because his ability with his feet after the catch, and he rarely drops passes, too. Now, keep in mind that six-year stretch that you're talking about is – NFL record setting. No player in NFL history has ever caught at least 100 passes in six consecutive seasons. Right. Okay. Supposedly for a running team like the Pittsburgh Steelers. But once you got that ball in his hands and the variety of moves, he was absolutely sensational. Now, as he goes down this path of, of the off-the-field stuff and keep something in mind when it comes to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they're supposed to ignore the off-the-field stuff. The problem with Antonio's case, when we eventually get there, and we will, is he's had some on-the-field stuff, okay? Throwing buckets is the least of his problems. Walking off the field as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and taking off his jersey and, and leaving is something that I think voters would frown seriously upon. And I say that because you guys – I don't think there's any question. Terrell Owens was a first-round Hall of Famer in terms of ability. Um, and people said, well, how come his off-the-field issues were held against him? He didn't go into the third ballot. Mind you, the third ballot. Not the 15th ballot, the third ballot. Marvin Harrison didn't have any issues. He went in the third ballot. Wide receiver has been a problem, per se, in terms of getting a lot of first-ballot Hall of Famers. In. That's right. Yeah, um, and that's that's been throughout history. You, don't, you just don't see a lot of them. Some of the great receivers of all time were not first ballot. Okay. Yeah. But Terrell Owens, the scuttlebutt on him was the disruptive nature of him when he was on teams. And that's something the voters do look at. So 
Antonio Brown is going to be quite the case, okay, when we get to that point. Stuff like that, obviously, it's hard for the voters not to erase that from their minds. But if you're talking about pure on-the-field talent, yeah, I mean, he's different than Jerry Rice, different than Randy Moss, okay? But I, I, I defy you. Now, not only just – remember, here's something else to keep in mind. Antonio Brown, very early in his career, had a season – where he was a 1,000-yard receiver and a 1,000-yard special teams guy. Whoa. I'm telling you, man, okay. they were making this case okay. hard for him. And yeah. it, was, I, it was shocking to me that I had to think about it and go, wow, and then look at the numbers. You're right, Russell. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he was a difference maker, okay? Um, didn't do, and and I, always, I one of the more underrated great playoff games. Uh, was the last time the Steelers were in the Super Bowl, 2010. They had to come back and beat the Ravens um, in the divisional round. And late in the game, uh, Antonio Brown, who was pretty much invisible during his rookie year, he didn't do a lot his rookie year. Ben Roethlisberger finds him down the right sidelines for about 50, 55 yards. Okay. Then his career kind of took off. Remember, this guy was a sixth-round draft choice. Out of Central not Michigan. That we haven't seen, not that we haven't seen some sixth-round draft choices like Tom Brady and Terrell Davis, too, okay, yeah, in this yep, league yep. and so on. But, um, and you guys know this, too. Early in his career, he was doing commercials. He had a Pepsi spot, exuberant big smile. I don't know what happens. I'm not one of those millions of doctors on Twitter. That has seen what has happened to him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you yeah. get this, but he is—he has gone from this exuberant personality to something totally different. And there's got to be some logical reason for. It. And and let me throw in one other thing about on the field stuff. Getting traded to the Raiders, fine. Having the confrontation with Mike Mayock, that doesn't help his cause. Okay. Um, I don't know what happened in New England. He only lasted, you know, like a week. He's right. gone there. So he's really it's, – it, it's kind of a sad path. Um, but yeah. he's going to be a Hall of Fame discussion once he's eligible. Yeah, right. yeah. Folks, spending time on the wayfoot.com outline this morning with Russell Baxter. He is social. You can find him on Twitter or X or whatever you're calling it the last 15 minutes. <laughs> at, at Bax Football Guru, at Bax Football Guru. Russell, we're excited for the season to start here. And while our, our starting quarterback here in Atlanta has four games under his belt, he's going to go up against the Carolina Panthers, who's one of the new guys on the block, this new wave of young quarterbacks that we're going to see unveil uh, this season. But thoughts about these guys also in Indianapolis, also that in Houston. Uh, but but Bryce Young will start out right here in Atlanta against the Falcons, and we got our yeah, guy ready to go. If you go back and look at the starting quarterbacks from week one of 2022, you're going to see a lot of changes all over the place. Um, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the NFC South, all four of their quarterbacks are not the week one starters they were a year ago. Okay? So, of course, the NFC South, if you include what happened to the Buccaneers in the playoffs, um, every team lost 10 games. So it's kind of hard to fathom. It's interesting to me, at least, though, that the two things I think teams that are going to make big leaps this year, and what I mean by big leaps is – you know, somebody's got to win the division title, okay? 
but I loved what Carolina did this offseason. I really enjoy what Atlanta did this offseason. I think the last time I was on here, I talked about that. I think they have a phys- more of a, even more of a physical identity that Arthur Smith started to establish last year. Uh, the Calais Campbell move sticks out to me because I think it's such a credibility move to bring him in. And Bijan Robinson, how can you not be excited about what they're going to do in terms of running the football? I mean, this is, this was a team that went from next to last in rushing in 2021 to third in the league in running the ball this past season. And I think, you know, they've been challenging maybe be the top running big. Their, their line doesn't get enough publicity, offensive line. Um, there's a lot to be excited for, and, and it it's, should be a, a fantastic opener, a tone-setting opener uh, for bo- both of these teams. Again, the young quarterbacks, I'm, I'm sure things will be maybe a little sloppy and so on, but, um, uh, you know, it, it, I, and, and it's kind of hard to pick if they're going to, this division's going to be as bad as it was a year ago, um, you know, you look at the AFC South, you, you mentioned uh, uh, C.J. Stroud, um, you know, the, the Texans have a new quarterback. The, obviously, the Titans, I'm sorry, the Colts have a new quarterback with Anthony Richardson and so on. Right. You know, that, that division other than Jacksonville was pretty uh, visible as well. In fact, they have, they have two teams in their division, guys, that each lost their last seven games last year, Tennessee and Indianapolis. Whoa. Think about it like that, man. This thing. Well, starting out here, you know, like you said, we're, we're excited with Ritter, and I, I remember um, going out to uh, training camp and talking with uh, Bijan Robinson about the running back role, and much has been made about the running back, the productivity, mm-hmm. and with the money and whatnot. He has a chance to kind of help redefine the position. I think. Um, do you think you'll see more of that with him being used in a variety of roles and kind of? kind of change what we've been seeing as the running back down through the years? Well, yeah. Um, and, and I think we need, you know, it, it wouldn't hurt if one of these young players, and I'm not telling anybody what to do and so on, but, you know, if the league is so pass-happy now. Um, and by the way, we saw like twice as many thousand-yard rushers a year ago than we did in 2021, even if you take out the quarterback. Okay, you need to take out Justin Fields. So there was a rejuvenation of the running game. It's just now you don't see as many workhorse backs, okay, getting three, you know, go back, oh, my God, go back to the days of Larry Johnson and Jamal Anderson who were getting 400 carries uh, in a year. Um, you know, you got to be, just like your quarterbacks, quarterbacks got to be able to throw and run. Running backs have to be able to run and catch. Uh, now, some of these, some of these players who were, you know, fra- you know that were franchised or um, you know, had problems getting paid and stuff like that. Some of this is very mysterious. And you know, I, I, I got to throw the Raiders the way they handled jo- um, Josh Jacobs not only this year, guys, but you know, ha- entering this year. Okay. Talk about a mixed message. So in comes the new regime. They decide that they're not going to pick up the option, first-round option, on all three of their first-round picks, none of which they picked, okay? Jonathan Abram, Cleveland Farrell, and Josh Jacobs, okay? Now, two of them are gone. 
Josh Jacobs leads the league in rushing. You franchise him, but then you don't want to pay him. So do you really want Josh Jacobs? If you're the young man, how how the hell can you tell? Okay, you didn't want to pick up the option. I was a steady player for you, and now I lead the league in rushing, and you still don't want to pay me? But you franchise me, so you don't want me to go anywhere. So, I mean – you know, I, I guess that's why the Raiders haven't won a playoff game since 2002. Whoa. <laughs> Russell, we are up against it, but, man, we miss having you on on a regular basis. We know you got other stuff on the weekends when we're normally on, but we can't thank you enough for getting up and joining us on this Labor Day. Thank you, Absolutely. buddy. Enjoy the season. A blink of an eye, it'll be week eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russell Baxter joining Sam Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Russell. All right, enjoy the rest of your weekend, buddy. Again, uh, as Russell Baxter joining Sam Gregor as we sit in for the morning shift. Tiffany, Mike, and Bo have let us come in here and plan. And we're going to take over Steak and Sandra's spot here at the top of the hour for the Steakhouse. It's a holiday. Why that's, not? That's what we do. We're here. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Remember those walls I built? Well, baby, they tumbling down. They didn't even make the sound. I found a way to let you in, but I never really had a doubt. Standing in the light of your halo, I got my angel now. It's like I've been a Watch Radio 929 the game, 929 thegamecom It's Sam and Greg. We are in for the morning shift. Thank you to Tiffany, Mike, and Bo for letting us hang around here in your spot. And then also uh Thank you to Steak and Sandra. We will be hanging around here for another hour. We'll be here till 10 o'clock this morning. Now, you're hearing this, right? Yeah. You know how when we had Max here, we found out what his mother's favorite songs were, and he played, right, he would right. play them? I asked Garrett you know, earlier in the show to play a Beyonce song, and he chose this one, and he said this is his favorite Beyonce song. Oh, I didn't say favorite. I oh. said I love this song. Okay. This ain't I just favorite. said I like it. Okay. Not your top three? Time. I don't know. I don't really have a top three. Beyonce tells song. me that you like this song and you're sitting there with your, with your lady, too. She loves this song. Ah, see? That's why he's doing He's making some points. Anyway, celebrating birthday number 42. 42? Happy birthday, Beyonce. Okay. That's why I had him play this. All right. It's her birthday today. Good. So, there you go. What? Now, how is she? Spe- we we, spe- she's so, she's we so speculate. Good. She's sucking her feet. Y'all ain't gonna is believe she, it. So last she week, she was performing last night somewhere. <laughs> She's soaking her feet, man. Last week we were at the uh, she the Jim Ellis three hours the Jim Ellis uh, celebrity golf show. tournament, and we got to talking with the officials there and just 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 cutting it up. And somehow we got into talking about the concerts coming through Atlanta, and some of them folks went to see Beyonce and got to talking about her time in Atlanta. And, and so we. <laughs> told them about our conversation, and Sam would tell everybody who would listen to him. Yeah, that Monday or that Sunday night when she was here in town, she didn't go out no place. She was soaking her feet. <laughs> you know what it was? That there was there were some items, some uh, raffle items, not raffle items, but uh, auction, the silent right. auction right. items. And there was some circular thing there. Oh, that's right, Dad. Look, remember? Like, <laughs> there was some circular thing there. Put some Epsom. Your grandmother I, I put said, your Epsom I, salt I said, in there. Said, Greg, what do you think this is? Well, I don't know. I, said, I think it's the thing Beyonce soaks her feet in. <laughs> People she got looking soak, at you. She got soak them in something, right? Uh, so yeah, that was that was last week. She ain't soaking her feet today. You don't think she don't so? try to. She ain't trying to feel forty two today. Yep. So 
Yeah. Well, well, she didn't have to do a concert last night, didn't she? I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not keeping up on all the stuff that's she a, got going that's, on. That's, that's about a three-hour show, man. That's a lot of singing and dancing, and because people expect expect that from her. Do you know who she shares a birthday with? Who's that? May he rest in peace. Vince Dooley. Really? Would have been Vince. Would have been mm-hmm. Coach's birthday today. Coach's birthday. Yeah. Uh, Vince Dooley. Um, Robert Castano. Stanlio. Like that. This is he was Clemenza from The Godfather. Okay. And uh, put it on the board. Yes, Ken Harrelson. Yeah. His birthday today. Happy 82nd birthday to uh, the Hawk. So some of the folks celebrating a birthday on this uh, on this Labor Day Monday morning. Want to thank everybody um, again for um, that got up and are contributing to the show. We're going to hear from Miles Simon coming up in the nine o'clock hour. Just heard from Russell Baxter. Karen Pastina joined us, um, and Garrett has been doing a fabulous job on the other side of the glass. I want to thank everybody, so I want to get that out of the way. On this Labor Day morning, though, yes. I want to ask you a couple questions about this is normally when I would do casting call, and I'll, I'll let you know yeah, about what you got. Well, I put one up there because okay. it's, a, it's a game show that, you know, I don't – well, let me back up a little bit. If you haven't been following, and we're talking actually to another audience right now, so they don't know the, the casting call that I do on the weekends and have been doing – for umpteen years, but the industry is in a strike right now. So, obviously, 95% of opportunities are gone. Starts being an extra. That many? Behind the camera. The only thing that's going on right now is, is, is reality shows, and there's not many of them going on. Some game shows here and there. Given the percentage of what is normally being shot here, yeah, I'd say 95% of it is shut down. You're going to be doing some news-ish docu- documentary type stuff like... 48 more hours, that kind of stuff. You can do anything reality-based. It doesn't have to be it, – it, it's the it's a different contract. That's why commercials can be shot. I've auditioned for a few of them. I actually did a an industrial for the – what was that one I did a few weeks ago where we had – where I met Val, Val Lee, who came on the show and talked about right. her journey right. from being, well, doing what you do and it used to do as far as TV news and, and, and media – transforming into, and she's about a minute and a half from going to this class, and she's going to be a full-blown cinematographer, but she's working on crews right now. She's behind the scenes. So, yeah, there's just, there's, you have to, you got to want it right now. You got to seek out work, and the casting directors are trying to keep the doors open, so they're finding these opportunities that still have to get done, videos, like I said, reality shows, game shows, things like that. So I have one up at Get Cast with Greg right now, up on, as you like to say, X or whatever they're calling it these days. Uh, go big or go home. Go big or go home. Okay. And I will read exactly what this thing says. It's a game show casting called Georgia Residents Only. Submit the following, your name, phone number, and a current photo. Then they would like a recording from you. Keep a short little video, about two minutes or less. They're going to ask you, tell us about you. What do you want to win? Which I think is kind of vague because I think if somebody said, what do you want to win? I'd say, okay, a new house. I don't know that they're offering that. But, yeah, I mean, do you know, they offer the same thing they each did, time? It's or? kind of vague. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's that's. I don't even know what this show is. Go big or go home. So if you're saying go big, all right, I'm gonna say I want a house. That's going big, right? Uh, and then the other thing they want to know is what would you do with prize money? I think the is the key word that's left out here. Okay. So. Anyway, that is there up on uh, Get Cast with Greg. And if you guys would like to submit yourself, and thanks to the folks at Peachtree TV, because we're helping them out with this, you're going to send an email with your video attachment to it to the uh, email address that they have listed there. So that's up on Get Cast with Greg. Other than that, 
Um, I'm just pointing you toward the casting directors and their social media pages to find out what is going on. It's a really, really strange time. I don't even want to speculate. I've heard a number of things. I'm not going to say nothing publicly here about when people are speculating that industry is going to come back. But I will tell you this. What happens, you've been working with me long enough to know that when we hit December, how many casting calls am I talking about? Yeah. Next to nothing, right? Yeah, kind of trails off. Yeah, so that's all I'm saying. We'll get into December, so hopefully this thing, this thing can be taken care of. But it brings me to something that happened on this date, which is really the main reason why, other than pay, um, we're in this situation. You ever heard of a guy named, uh, in, uh, let me see, let me get this guy's name just right here. Um, oh, where is it? Up here. Anyway, he's the guy who. What are you looking for? I'm looking for a person's name who has to do with what I want to talk about, having to do with why the industry shut down. I can't find it at the. Oh, here we go. Jim McCarthy. You ever heard of him? Jim McCarthy. John McCarthy. Excuse me. John McCarthy. John McCarthy. He's an American computer scientist. It's his birthday today. I bring that up. But he's the dude who coined the phrase artificial intelligence. Yes. Really? Coined the phrase artificial intelligence. And he is um, known for, and I want to make sure I get this right here, there's another phrase attached to his, his name and, and something that he did. Um, but this is one of them brainiacs, man. It's just, it's just one, of them, <laughs> one of them dudes, right? So, I'm not take, so it's got to be before that because, I mean, I got this bit from before when Vince, I mean, he's older than what Vince Dooley would have been. John McCarthy, American computer scientist, coined the term artificial intelligence, created the LISP programming language. You ever heard of that? No. Me either. How about the Harvard of Gold, <laughs> Georgia Southern? You ever heard of LISP programming language? He hasn't either. He has not. But this guy was a you know, computer scientist, so you can understand why. But... Artificial intelligence, AI, everything having to do with that, that's just the film and television industry. There's people out here doing a number of other jobs. Any job we can think of are thinking about how AI can affect their jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And so this is absolutely. You know, the it film is industry happening. is dealing with. Let's switch to something else. If I had to ask you guys, yes. and uh, while we stay in the movie mode, okay. some of the top movies that have happened on this Labor Day weekend, some of the top movies that have popped, I wouldn't have been able to name any of the top ten that have made the most money. That have just come out Labor Day weekend. Not talking about overall. There's been a number of them. I mean, but the top ten, I wouldn't have chosen any of these. These are the ones that have made the most money. Um, Jeepers Creepers oh. is number ten. The American, number nine. Jeepers Creepers two. One Direction. <laughs> this is us. The Transporter two. The Possession. Number five, Tenet. Now, that came out a few years ago with Denzel's Kid, right? Right, right. A lot of people were confused about that movie. That was a uh, Labor Day release. Halloween, the one from uh, 2007. Okay, okay. Eat, there, how, how many of those are there now? I have no idea. I know Jamie Lee Curtis was in the first one. I think Jimmy Carter was president when that came out. <laughs> I, I think. I, yeah, I don't really yeah, know, but yeah. it probably was then. Um, but the last two, well, the one that's sitting at number two just came out. But, I, you know, it's one of those where you adjust for the ticket prices and all that sort of stuff. But Denzel, Equalizer 3. Right. And then Shank, I, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, forgive me. Is it 
Shang-Chi and uh, The Legend of... Did I say that right, Garrett? Yeah, that's the Marvel movie, right? Yeah, right. Ten Rings or whatever. That's number one as far as Labor Day releases. Really? Labor Day releases that weekend. Did you see that movie? I have not. It's fine. It, okay. <laughs> not exactly Roger Ebert there, but you know. No, yeah. I mean, it's You it's recommend good. it? It. Uh, I mean, it was good. I enjoyed it. But I, so, I would encourage you, if you like superhero movies, then you'd love it. But some of the other movies that, that debuted on this day or this weekend, I'm surprised weren't higher up because they're Apollo 18. Mm, here's one that we just love, though. Uh, Hoodlum. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just love yeah. that movie. Um, Milk Money. Just, it, just surprised. But anyway, these are the ones that happened on this, uh, this Labor Day weekend. I ask you, Mr. Crenshaw. Yes. What do you think of first and foremost? Because I actually have another one that I think you're going to pick one. I think I'm going to pull the other one. When you think of Labor Day, the history... Um, of this holiday in your lifetime, what's the first thing that you think of? School when it comes. To, yeah, see, I thought you were going to say that. School, um, and I, you know, kids nowadays don't because no. they've already been in school for two, three weeks. Yep, they're, they're looking forward to their fall break. It's true, fall yeah. break. Yeah, when, I you know. know. Um, I so. hear from parents asking me to to give them advice on how to get the pictures that they want to submit for the kids who are going to be off for a week so they can get jobs as extras Yeah, during, yeah. during that yeah. week. So I start sending them in now. I was like, well, you got to keep up with the casting directors, all that. You know yeah. what I think of, though? I think of school and, and football. And that's this week everybody will be playing. Yeah. Jerry Lewis Telethon. True. That's what I think of, man. And you're Just never, from you're, I was a kid. You'll never walk alone. Yeah, well, that song. But the, yeah. the Jerry Lewis Telethon was on every Labor Day in my oh, house. Yeah. And the things you saw um, during those, what was it? X, how many hours was that he did that thing for? It was more than 24. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they'd be over, over, they could start like Saturday and go through Saturday night to like Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Eve, Sunday evening. And keeping it show business as we get on out of here, heading into the 9 o'clock hour. Today was the day that The Price is Right debuted. The America's longest-running game show, as I sit here and talk about game shows, debuted on this date, 1972. Wow. There you have it. It is Sam and Greg in for the morning shift, but when we come back, we'll be in for the Steakhouse. Take it over on this Labor Day morning. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 